Good morning, Thursday, the 2nd of June. Very slight loss, fractional, 0.15, including the parlay losers, thanks to the Dodgers. And of course, the Dodgers, that was a loss as well. But other than that, take the parlays away, a very fractional win. So really, it's a throwaway day. We didn't gain much, didn't lose much. And uh, hey, I guess it's better than losing a lot, right? All right, so yeah, here's another example. I'm going to spend 10 seconds wasting time on this. I had a great podcast, I felt, with a lot of information, and then it's just too long and it just kills the downloads. There's, I think a lot of people that listen to this are listening to quite a few podcasts, most likely. So I have to go with the flow. So anyway, I'm going to shorten this way down and redo the whole thing. So what I have today is I have the Golden State game that I mentioned yesterday. That was already out there. I like Golden State minus three and a half. I also like them on the money line, but really there's not a lot of sense in the money line in, in the NBA playoffs. It seems about 90% of the time the winning team also covers. So we're rolling, of course, some of that includes the underdog, right? But still, 90% covers. So that's a, that's a uh, bet I'm not going to go against just in case Boston does win. All right, so then we move on to NHL. Got a lot on this, on this uh, game here. I've got a full unit on Edmonton, plus 155. I think they show they can punch with Colorado. They had it within a, a goal, and then the, the two-point, the two-goal margin became an empty net goal at the end. So that's you had to kind of factor that in. And if you figure that the uh, contested offsides call were half of the Twitter world or half of the hockey world thinks that was probably offsides and a no goal by Colorado. The refs called it a goal and they have rules to back it up. Maybe you call it a stupid rule might be what you might say. Some, a rule that might change next playoffs, we might say. Uh, and then, of course, the power play offered to Colorado because of the failed challenge that became another goal. So you could argue that Edmonton had that game or outplayed Colorado in that game. You could argue that. Of course, when you fall behind seven to three, even if two of them are part of that call, no call situation, you're getting beat at that time. Now, goal goalkeeping, goaltending, you've got uh, Darcy Kemper, questionable injury sustained in the last game. Francis's replacement, not quite up to par. There's a reason why he's in second string, but he's not a huge drop off. Over in Edmonton, you got Mike Smith getting pulled because he was getting lit up by Colorado, and then Koskinen coming in and shutting it down, giving up one goal and 20-some-odd shots on goal. Now, that being said, if you're Colorado with a four-goal lead, you might play a little more defensive rather than a powerhouse offensive game. So let's take that with a grain of salt. I think, I think Smith still starts today. I, don't th- I think you come in, you ride the horse that you rode in on. He might have a quick hook if he's... Losing his mojo, you might pull him out and see if Koskinen got some confidence, even though maybe he wasn't facing as much pressure. He might have gained confidence thinking, hey, I outplayed number one. And, of course, Koskinen's getting paid about three times as much because he's supposed to be the number one. So who knows? So all the psychology of the game. But I like Edmonton for a unit at plus money, plus 155. It's about the best you're going to get. You can get him as low as 145. Again, you want the highest number, right? And then I'm also going to do another unit. So I'm going to have two units on Edmonton. I'm going to take Edmonton plus two and a half and over five and a half. That's the logic there. Again, I don't want anything to do with plus one and a half. There's Edmonton wins or they lose by two kind of scenario. If Edmonton is down one, just like the last game, 
the players don't care about your bet at plus one and a half. They want to win the game. The only way to win the game is to tie it up first. You pull your goalie, throw an extra skater out there, you put the manufactured power play, if you will, on, and you hope to gain a goal, tie it up, and then win it in overtime. You don't care if you lose by two or three. It doesn't matter one, two, or three. It's all a loss. So that's why I'm only taking plus two and a half on this uh, correlated adjusted parlay. So Edmonton plus two and a half over five and a half. Therefore, a Colorado 4-2 win gives us a win on this bet for a full unit. It's only minus 115, so you can't argue with that. It's a slam dunk, in my opinion. It's a little bit better bet than the money line, but I want I want that money line because I do think Edmonton outskates uh, the Avalanche today. Now, I've got some goals. I don't feel as confident on this. I loved Evander Kane to have a goal. I didn't know he was going to get the first goal of the game. Otherwise, hey, get your crystal ball out and get a plus 1,300 or plus 1,500 or something like that on, a game, on that bet. But I'll take, uh, I'm going with four players, all a quarter each. I'm going Evander Kane at plus 165, Zach Hyman at plus 200, Connor McDavid plus 115, Leon Dreisettle plus 121. There are major differences in the juice that you will get or pay in props in between the books. So you need to look around and I mean unless you're just having fun and it's more of a headache for you to start up a new sportsbook account, it is worth your time otherwise to look for the best lines. These are out there. These are official numbers. You'll find them if you look. Maybe you'll find even better actually. Who knows? I have a obscene number of books I look at but I do, I will admit, stop, I, I know which ones are generally going to have the best lines on goal scoring props. And there's a different one that will have the point. It, it goes, it's all over the place. And it's, if once you know, you know, kind of a scenario. But I suppose it's a possibility if you look hard enough, you might find one even better than this. However, i got to stop wasting time with that. My point being this, you're going to win two out of four of those, I think, for sure. And then you win money. They're all plus money. So if you win two out of four, you got it. Heck, if Hyman scores a goal and he's got six or seven in a row, six or seven postseason games in a row, he scored a goal. He's a plus 200. A quarter unit bet returns three quarters, including your bet. So you're almost up, up to snuff with just him. And, of course, Kane is a leading goal scorer on the team in the postseason. And Dreisaitl and McDavid are two of the best players in hockey, and they're always a threat to score a goal. That's actually why Hyman and Kane are so good, because... They're the beneficiary of the attention to Dreisaitl and McDavid. And lastly, I'll take McDavid to get over 1.5 points at minus 130. Got to lay a little chalk. I think it gets a goal. If I was to take just one player to get a goal out of those four, I think it's McDavid this time. Obviously, the odds makers agree, even though it's still plus money. It's the best, the uh, worst odds, if you will, because it's the highest chance of scoring that goal. Now, a lot of that's public sentiment. He's McJesus, right? He's McDavid. So he's being overpriced, whereas Hyman and Kane are underpriced, considering what they've been doing. They're significantly underpriced. So if you're looking for value, it's Hyman and Kane. I do think I do think McDavid scores a goal today. You, I wouldn't be surprised if Dreisel and McDavid both have goals and maybe Hyman and Kane possibly get shut out, but we're still making money. But I would, I would plant... You know, here's my prediction. Dreisaitl a goal, McDavid goal, and then one of the two, Hyman or Kane, have a goal. And then we're rolling in pretty good on that. And then McDavid. So, anyway, if he doesn't get a goal, he's going to get two assists. He has, he's got 
29 in 13 playoff games. He had three versus the same team. So let's roll. Now, Major League Baseball, two plays. Tampa Bay and Atlanta, both money line plays. I'm not going to get into too much details. They are road teams. The home teams are squeaking up a little bit, so there's money coming on the home teams for good reason. But I do like these road teams. I do. I like them quite a bit. The pizza parlay today, Golden State to win. Yeah, we had a, We would have wouldn't have needed a new one because we had Golden State riding from yesterday. That was already resolved for us by the Dodgers um, putting a brown stain in the back of their pants <clears throat> instead of going to the bathroom. They did it on the field. And so Golden State to win and Edmonton plus two and a half is plus 117. And then for the beer, the three-teamer, three-legger, Golden State and Edmonton plus two and a half again. Then we'll add Tampa Bay. I like that slightly better than Atlanta, if not just because it's slightly better payout. I thought very significantly, very seriously about taking uh, Tampa Bay plus runs. And I thought, well, that, I, there's not been enough enough of uh, one-run games between either one of these teams in the last 10 games to worry about, which then turned me on to maybe Tampa Bay minus one and a half. That, thing, that turns this payoff up to plus 400 and up. And then I just, you know, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Let's just win the bet. That's most important here. We're getting it plus 285 anyway, so Tampa Bay, Edmonton plus two and a half, Golden State money line plus 285. That's it. Best of luck.